Welcome to the Champion Influencer Podcast with Lance Johnson, where top influencers come to master their craft and learn from the online influencers and entrepreneurs in the world today. If you're looking to dominate the competition, build a large social media following, and become an elite influencer, then you've come to the right place. In each episode, guests share their journey to success as an influencer, along with tips, strategies, and actionable steps you can take with you to grow your influence and achieve similar results. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready because it's time to become a champion influencer. Here's your host, Lance Johnson. What's up, champion influencers? This is Lance Johnson bringing you another episode of Champion Influencer. Woo! I'm ready to dive into this one. I'm kind of hyped up because I interviewed my man, Mr. Scott Eddie, and he is absolutely murdering the game out there. And he drops a lot of value in this podcast episode. And just let you know a little bit about this guy and what he's doing. Mr. Scott Eddie is a former stockbroker turned digital content creator on the cutting edge of the travel industry. He has gained a, a thorough insight of 17 years traveling foreign lands and exploring diverse cultures around the world by sharing his travels through compelling content he's engaged an audience of over millions that is that continues to grow mr eddie continually works on his hotel properties tourism boards and travel bands that get him seen across the latest platforms and take him from tired to trending he also shares his in-depth knowledge by offering corporate workshops and public speaking his services include he's a brand ambassador a digital consultant social media influencer he does public speaking and workshops as i mentioned before and his content speaks volumes and it really brings in what it means to provide value and it's a reflection of his following and, and what he's been able to build over the years he has over a million followers on twitter two hundred thirty thousand plus followers on instagram and twenty three thousand daily views on his blog website and not to mention the 22K plus fans that he has on his Facebook page. In this episode, he is going to show us what it's like and what it means to really treat the person on the other side of your phone that you're speaking with through DMs or engaging with in your content through uh, may it be in the comment section or even like following someone and actually seeing that person as a real person and humanizing the entire approach, the entire process, and treating everyone on the other side of your phone as if they were face-to-face -face with you right there. He does a great job of making it personal, and he puts in the work. All right, champion influencers, let's dive into this episode, get your notepads out, and let's level up, baby. Welcome, champion influencers, to another episode of the Champion Influencer Podcast. This is your host, Lance Johnson, and I have a special guest with us today. His name is Scott Eddy, and he is absolutely on fire out there with his influence across all social media. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm good, Lance. How are you doing, man? Oh, doing excellent. And I'm really excited to speak with you because you're a traveler, and you have um, actually have a, an excellent story as far as when it comes to how you've come along this path from your digital agency to you know the obstacles that you've overcome uh, earlier in life, 
all the way to now where you really work on your personal brand and, and sharing amazing content online and through uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, over a million followers. Uh, I mean, you're absolutely doing the do. And um, man, how is it for you as far as when it comes to your journey and how you've gotten to this level? It's fun, man. It was, uh, it was quite a journey, a journey that I did not think uh, would end up like this, nor did I think it would be possible many times. Really? Wow. It, it, could you give us like an example of back in the day when you were really at your, at your lowest point and you were going through something really difficult, kind of take us there and really give us, paint a picture for us as far as what that was like for you and how it seemed to be impossible, like you said before. So when I was growing up, my father's side of the family, uh, they're all police officers. And I was born in Michigan. That's where my dad's side of the family is from. And he was a Michigan State Trooper for 11 years. He moved to Fort Lauderdale when I was three years old. He became a Fort Lauderdale cop for 11 years. And so when I was growing up, I spent a lot of time in the police department watching and learning and just falling in love with the law enforcement profession. And I knew that once I finished high school, a few months later, I would join the police academy, become a cop, get married, retire, and die. Like, that was my whole life plan. You know, the American dream, so they call it. Right. And uh, three weeks before I graduated high school, my father was killed in a line of duty. Wow. In a plane crash. And it really turned my whole lifestyle, my whole life, upside down. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew I hated school. I thought it was absolutely useless and I wasn't trained for anything but to be a cop. So I didn't know just anything. Eventually, after a few months, uh, there was a orientation going on for a new investment banking firm, a new stock brokerage firm in Fort Lauderdale. And I thought I would give it a shot. And long story short, they they sponsored me to take my test and I was a licensed stockbroker for 10 years. And I learned how to sell from the best in the business. And for all of the 90s, I was essentially a salesman on the phone. I was a stockbroker. And then they sold the firm the end of the 90s and I resigned. And I went to go visit a friend of a friend who was living in Thailand because I was 29 and I never went to Europe, never went to Asia. And I just bought a two-week ticket over to Bangkok. And after four days, I called my mom and said, listen, I'm never coming home. Like, the people over here are the nicest people in the world. Like, why would I come back there? And I lived in Europe and Asia for 17 years. Wow. I, I absolutely fell in love with different cultures and just learning and just being around nice people, you know, for a change. I mean, in the finance world, they're the worst of the worst. So a few years later, I started one of the first digital agencies in Southeast Asia, and that's where I learned the whole social thing. We were essentially the go-to agency for all the hotels and resorts that were entering the Southeast Asian market, and that's when everywhere was blowing up. Bali and Bangkok and Singapore and Macau and Cambodia, Vietnam, everywhere. And after five years of really working with hotels and building out digital strategies, doing a lot of consulting, I sold that and built up my personal brand. And then I just started to bounce around. And I, I, I eventually I did 11 years in Thailand, one year in the Philippines, one year in Sri Lanka, 
one year in Portugal, one year in London, and four years in Spain. And then I came back to the U.S. in 2014. Wow, you're you're well traveled, and I feel that you're uh, definitely have seen. I, I feel that the benefit from your content really really shows that you haven't been scared of risk or going outside of your comfort zone because I mean you feel you seem well versed and creative more so than I guess the average person would be. And I think that attributes that comes from your moving around and, and being from location to location. Do you feel that same way? You know what it is with me? I, I go all in if I really believe in it. And and the reason for that is in my opinion, the worst thing that could ever happen to me in my life already happened. Right. So what's my downside? Your downside is you fail. Okay. I've done that. Your downside is you lose every dollar that you have. I've done that twice and made it back. Your downside is people are going to laugh at you. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, you literally have no downside. The, the, the importance that people, and I'm going to say this sort of is a backlash towards the, your podcast name, is I hate the word influencer. I correct people every time they say that because I think it's the dumbest, most egotistical word in the world. And I think it's a saturated market. And I think that if you're building an audience and you're so focused on the monetization, you're never going to be successful because you're never going to look at your audience like humans. And that's what it takes to build an audience. The first thing I do when I wake up every morning is very different than most people in this industry. I reply to every single comment that came through the night before. DM, tweets, messages, everything. Sometimes it takes five minutes. Sometimes it takes half a day. That is the most important thing in my life because who is on the other side of every comment that comes through? A person, a human. They took time out of their busy schedule to sit down and have an interaction with you for a reply to something of which you uploaded something to evoke an emotion. You succeeded and they replied back. Now you're not going to respond. I wasn't raised that way. I was raised insanely strict. And in my head, it's like walking by somebody on a sidewalk. They look at you, make eye contact, smile, and say, hello, how are you? Hope you have a good day. And you just blatantly ignore them. And keep walking. That is my, that's what's in my head right. when people don't reply to comments. It's insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's absolutely, I mean, when it comes down to the simplicity of the purpose of social media is for people to it's interact. To be social. Online, for sure. And to treat others like actual people. And I, I agree with you 100% when it comes to influencers, aspiring influencers who want to actually make a living from it and they lose contact or they lose focus in, you know, I guess the connection that they have with others that they're maybe following or, or following them, vice versa. And they focus more so on what brand collaboration they can get or how many likes or how many comments they can get in the focus of the person that is behind that comment, behind that like gets lost because you're so focused on making money from it. How have you, as far as when it comes to the, to the consistency of yourself sitting down every day and actually responding to these people and actually mm -hmm. having the focus of, okay, I'm not going to look at my Instagram or my Facebook as, you know, a business, but more so people who I'm interacting with and keeping that First, how do you go about doing that? And at the same time, you're focused on making an income and monetizing your, your leverage as far as when it comes to 
the audience you've built? It takes everything I do takes longer than the average person in this industry because I let everything happen organically. I don't use any tools. I don't use any scheduling things because I only post in real time. Um, I, I, like I don't do most of what other people in this industry do. Like when I'm actually traveling, I post like a madman. There's, you know, 20, 30, 40 Instagram stories every day. I'm posting once or twice every day. I'm tweeting three, four times a day. I'm posting a couple times on Facebook a day. I'm doing five to 10 Facebook stories a day. I'm posting on LinkedIn every day. But when I'm not traveling, there's not a lot of content being pushed out because I literally built my whole brand on being real time. I'm not one of those travel people on Instagram where every day I'm posting pictures from a different country. Right. Like I, I, that's nice and it's pretty and I have friends that have those accounts and that's, that's all well and good, but I try to humanize my accounts as much as possible. I love that. Uh, so for me, all my business is income. I've never pitched anybody. I wouldn't know how to get put together a pitch or uh, uh, a presentation on paper if my life depended on it. All my business is income. So it all happens organically, but I make sure that the, the decision makers at PR agencies are following me. I, I engage with agencies and brands heavily to make sure that I stay on the radar. I, you know, I make sure that my content is in front of decision makers enough where I get six to eight, sometimes 10 serious offers a month. Oh, and I've good. done campaigns for everybody from, from Bombardier private aviation to F1. I just came back from the Cannes Film Festival, uh, Rich oh, Carlton, Marriott. I, I mean, I, across the board. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. And congrats on, on really reaching this level. And now that I'm speaking to you, it, it actually feels very, very, I guess you say, it feels correct that you've reached the level well, that you've reached. I, I want to ask you a question. Uh -huh, for because sure. I do everything in real time, okay? And that includes replying to emails. How long did it take me to reply to your email when you asked me to do this interview? Oh, it. It didn't take long at all. I mean, you've been, you've been more, I can't give you the exact number without pulling it up, but I but mean, I, it wasn't it, long it, at all. It's very, it's like moments. Right. Because sure. if I see an email and I'm not in the middle of a conference call or something like that, and then you get a response directly after that, like I don't let anything pile up hundreds of unread emails or thousands of unread emails, unless it's out of my control and I don't have to answer like that. And even then I'll probably shoot an email off saying, Hey, uh, you know, I don't have that now, but I'll get back to you tomorrow in 48 hours or whatever it is. Like people put the wrong things on a pedestal. People these days are getting very short sighted when it comes to being punctual with everything in their life. Because we're in a digital world, because we're sending emails seven days a week instead of nine to five, Monday to Friday. And because, you know, we're always connected. People just think that punctuality has gone out the window because, oh, you can always get me. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. 100%. And man, I've, I feel that your approach is definitely something that, I mean, for myself that I can really take hold of and, and, and use as far as when it comes to, when it comes to where I want to be, I could definitely mm. be more consistent when it comes to responding and reaching out to people, whether it be on Instagram, you know, email, um, all, really all across the, the board. But 
when it comes to your, I guess, I love that you say you want to humanize your attack. When your mindset goes from, I guess, focusing just solely on growth and money and whatnot, what does it look like when you wake up in the morning and you open your, your social media, you, you're thinking more so about, okay, let me respond, but also let me give value. Like, like what's your, I guess, plan of attack when it comes to humanizing? My only plan of attack is to give value. Whatever comes. So, so basically, when you provide value, what you're doing is, okay, you started your social media accounts, which means you're a farmer, you planted your seed. When you're providing value, is all you're doing is sprinkling fertilizer on what you planted. You have no control whether that's ever going to come up and look like a tree or a flower or blossom or give you something. You don't know. The only thing you can do is keep fertilizing that soil. That's it. So the, the, the real, if we're going to use the word influence, the real influence people should be concentrating on, when you truly have influence in an industry, it means people know who you are off social media, which yes. means 99% of the people in this industry today, because Instagram is the hottest platform in the world, if Instagram went down tomorrow or Mark Zuckerberg woke up on the wrong side of the bed tomorrow and changed everything overnight and you built your whole brand on one platform, think about how pissed off the world would be tomorrow. Think about how many, how many of these half-naked Instagram girls that have 900,000 <laughs> followers on Instagram would be serving Burger King in the takeout window tomorrow. Oh, what else sure. are they going to do? They don't have an audience. It would be devastating. <laughs> the world would be a devastating place. So instead of trying to become an internet celebrity, try to provide real influence and try to be known in the industry off social media. You know, I get, listen, I get asked to speak at conferences in the social media world, digital world, startup world, luxury travel world. And the people that are asking me are, these people are, some of them are dinosaurs. They, were, they don't even know how to spell Facebook. <laughs> and if we were looking face-to-face, you'd see the expression that I'm making. Me and you talking in real life is just as important of me and you sending DMs back and forth or emails back and forth on my phone. I value it just as hot. I don't go anywhere without 30 or 40 business cards in my pocket. You know, when you meet me, like, I'm all personable. I'm all human. I'm all there. I'm all eye contact. I'm all conversation. I'm real. There's no difference. If we met today for drinks, later, happy hour, whatever, there's no difference. I wouldn't act any different than how I'm acting right now. Gotcha. And, and what, so how do you, let me ask you a question because I, I absolutely love that you have this mentality because it's really different from a lot of the, um, the other, other guests I've interviewed, not to knock them at all, but I think it's, more so direction. I mean, it's more so in, in, in line with who I want to become as I grow, you know, my personal brand right. and beyond. As, as far as when it comes to you responding and engaging with these people, um, I mean, you have a large following on Instagram, it's 230 plus, and then your, um, your blog is, I see 23K plus views a day, and then Twitter is a million plus, and then Facebook 22K plus. With all these... I guess, followers and fans and them being able to reach out to you, how do you weed out? How do you really 
understand, okay, this person is for real. This person is really reaching out to me and genuinely wants to speak with me. And this person is trying to get towards something, which is, I've experienced a lot. They want, they reach out because they want you to do something for them rather than genuinely, like you're saying, like face to face and humanizing it. They're most ro- more so focused on that monetization of whatever they can do on their side. And it almost feels like a time waster when I have, you know, somebody say, hey, hey, Lance, how are you doing? Then I get a huge paragraph with links asking me to go follow them or go do this or that. Yeah. See, those are copy and pasted. And if they do it a hundred times, it actually works for them. Right. I just choose not to, you know, follow those guidelines with my brain. Those messages don't get a response because they're not real. First off, if you're not starting the sentence with, hello, how are you? Good day. Something like that. If you just go right into it, you're not getting any response because that is not a conversation. How is that a conversation? Don't just send me a message asking for something. So, I mean, look, it's just like, it's just like if you're in a bar and a hundred people come up to you and ask you questions, you can immediately tell which ones are shady and which ones are real. And sometimes, no, you can't tell until you talk to them for five minutes. And it's just like that on social. There's no difference between digital life and real life. And the quicker you realize that, that's when you start to grow. Oh, man, so I made, a, I made a huge transition about nine months ago, and I hired a publicist. I have an agency on record now, um, people handling the back end of my business, and I just signed the biggest deal of my life. I just signed on to be the new TV host for a new travel show coming out on Lifetime. Oh, wow. This fall. Yeah, and we start filming in August. And, so and what show is this? this is big. It's called Video Globetrotter. Video you can look it up. Video globe, yeah, videoglobetrotter.com. Right, and you also and, have the, uh, the Instagram link on your, uh, your bio, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. So Congrats, Congrats. Is, uh, Yeah, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. But, uh, but, I mean, these are the things that you work for, you know? I mean, this is sure. like the holy grail, you know, what anybody would wish for in the travel industry. But, you know, it's, listen, it's just another stepping stone. You know, do, right. do you know if this is going to be the final piece or maybe there's 10 more floors after this stuff? Who knows? Right. You have to, you have to go all in on every stone and you got to see. For sure. For sure. And was there like maybe a failure that you went through as far as when it comes to building your own, you know, after the agency and when you're building your own personal brand? to where you had a real aha, like this is something, this is the mindset that I have to have, this direction that I'm going to go because I feel like this is best. It, was there like a moment that hit you like a ton of bricks and you just pivoted and went in this direction? Maybe so like, you know, going more towards the mindset that you are now. And it, was it really more so of a gradual learning process or is it more so of you making a commitment really to go all in on it. I see that you have over 3,000 posts on Instagram and you know, you're really doing consistent and habitual work on it. How has that process been for you? Well, uh, I'll tell you, the people that only have 100 posts and they have 200,000 followers, A, they've either archived older garbage posts from earlier, with which I want you to see my progress. I don't want to hide it. Like I have nothing to be ashamed of. For sure. Or they just bought their audience. I mean, it's impossible for you to be that popular that quick. Um, 
especially now. I mean, it's such a saturated market and it's like, it's the people, most of the people in this industry are so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't hang out with a lot of people in this industry. The people that I hang out with are either videographers or photographers or they're food bloggers or, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they're somehow in the industry, but they're not like knee deep in the industry. Right. For sure. And they're definitely not pure Instagrammers and they do nothing else in their life. So for me, it's definitely been gradual. I did not have something bang me over the head and say, oh my God, I have to shift everything that I'm doing because again, I always go back to the principles how I was raised. My father used to drill in my head every day that, listen, you can't solve cases if you don't have friends in the streets. You can't solve cases if you, you're not able to become somebody's best friend in 30 seconds and to somebody in the street and get some information. So for me, it's all about meeting new people. And when social media came around, I was like, okay, so right now I'm just basically going out of my house, networking and meeting new people every day. But I can do that on a global level. Like, are you kidding me? I can meet people 24 hours a day in different countries. Like this was like, I was immediately high on a drug. So I, the reason I spend so much time on social is to meet new people every single day, every day in a different country. It actually has or had nothing to do with building an audience. Never. It never has and it never will. I get off on meeting new people. Like if I'm going to a country or a state or a city that either I've never been to or now I'm going back and I meet a few people online, like, you know, if you and me start engaging and then I end up in Austin three months later, guaranteed you'd meet up for a drink. Guaranteed. I'd make a point of it. That's my goal in life, to meet as many new people in new situations, in new countries, in new cities as I possibly can, as quickly as I can, because that's where the opportunities lie. Oh, man, I absolutely love that. That is absolute, absolute gold. And the mindset that you, you come with, I mean, it's, it's something very different from really anyone I've ever spoken to on this podcast. And I, it goes to show how successful you are. And it's because you're, you're being really genuine, I feel. You're really connecting with the people that you actually speak with. And man, it, it's, um, it's something that I just want to drop everything right now and just get to it, get to work and, and really do this for myself. And I hope all you champion influencers out there, I, I know you hate, uh, hate the word, Scott, but you know, <laughs> it's just their title, but all of you out there, this is the mindset I feel that can take you and, and really yourself to the next level. And it's almost like uh, the saying, dying to yourself and being a real provider and sacrificing your own wants and needs to help others as much as possible. And, and Scott, I love that you, you humanize the attack and your plan of attack is to give value and you try to become an authority outside of social media rather than just on social media. I mean, given that Instagram dies, you, you won't be stuck in no man's land starting over from scratch. And man, I, I absolutely love the fact that you said that you treat every single message or like DM or comment like you're actually face-to-face or actually speaking with someone. And just thinking about this myself, it would change my approach and how I treat each message and how I would respond because 
sometimes I, I'd admit, and, you know, being honest, I respond just so I can get it done, be quick, and go to the next one, which, you know, I learned my lesson on that today. <laughs> but, man, um, we're uh, coming to the end of the podcast episode. I'm going to definitely have to have you on again because I feel like you have a lot of, of value for us. Is there any parting advice, any, um, anything you want to leave us with that are going to help these, you know, young, aspiring, you know, authorities, authority makers, you know, outside of Instagram, reach up and, and reach new levels? Just be human, guys. Don't, don't follow the trends. Awesome. I absolutely love it. But thanks again, Scott, and really appreciate you coming on this podcast with us. And is there, um, could you share with us the links? I have them here, but I, I want, if, I feel like you can better pitch your own uh, social accounts, but can, <laughs> can you share with us where we can find you and maybe how we can get in contact with you? Yeah, so I'm Mr. Scott Eddy on all platforms. And the name of the show that's coming out this fall is Video Globetrotter. And you can find that at Video Globetrotter or VideoGlobetrotter.com. And uh, I'm sure they'll have all the links in the, in the podcast episode. Oh, for sure. For sure. And thanks again, Scott. And this has been another episode of Champion Influencer. And I hope you guys have had your notebooks out, have your, uh, <laughs> your Evernotes and all that ready to go with this podcast episode because it's absolutely value bombs rain throughout with Scott and, and thanks again for joining us and I'll definitely be in contact with you and this is just the beginning of me changing my mindset and humanizing my attack all right thanks thanks a lot Scott I appreciate it man that was that was absolute fire I loved it cool bro cool. <laughs> I absolutely loved it and um man if, if you have a uh, time like maybe next week I'd love to just chat with you and just hear more about you know your approach and what's worked for you because I feel like this is something I really need to hear. The only time that I have, I'm literally traveling 17th or the 22nd. I'm in town the 23rd and then I leave the 24th. So the only day I have is the 23rd and it's a Sunday. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll shoot you over an email and I love to just maybe like 20, 25 minutes or so. Just chat. No, with just, you. Shoot me, just shoot me an email. Oh, okay. that'd be awesome. Thanks a lot again, Scott. And uh, I'll, I'll follow up with an email, let you know the details of when this podcast will be posted and as well as all the info that will go along with it to help, uh, help spread and, and cool, get this out there. All right, bro. All right. Have a great day. For all of you that made it to the end of this podcast episode, thank you so much for listening. Really, 100%. I appreciate it. I thank you. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. Please leave me comments. Leave me any type of feedback. And you do this by going to the website, championinfluencer.com, and checking out the episodes and leaving a comment under this episode or even in iTunes, leaving a review, five stars, leave me a review and let me know what you think. This is how I grow. This is how I'm able to provide you with better content to serve you better and to help you grow and get to the level that you want to reach. Once again, thanks for listening to another episode of Champion Influencer Podcast. This is your host, Lance Johnson, signing off. Until next time, success and nothing less, baby. Thanks for listening to the Champion Influencer Podcast. Visit our website, championinfluencer.com. Until next time, be great champions.